I'm Danielle Laporte, and essentially, this is a one-woman show about self-realization called With Love, Danielle. I'll be talking about compassion, self-help fatigue, sex, joy, serving the world. This is about a spirituality that's way more rock and roll than it is oppressive. I am not into making grand motivational promises, but I can commit to showing up as fully, sincerely, authentically as possible with the intention of really alleviating suffering and amplifying joy just for starters. It's about doing everything I can to help all of us feel a little less crazy, a lot more full of possibility, and clearly part of the solution. Hello, my loves. I would love to talk about one of my favorite topics, forgiving, specifically asking for forgiveness from somebody else, not to be conflated with saying you're sorry or simply apologizing. Those things are beautiful, but we're really, we're really going like full tilt heart centered today with this one. I'm going to push us with a scenario. Let's imagine, can you bring to mind someone who has done you wrong? Someone who really did you wrong. Someone who, like in all your years of therapy and your actual legit earned wisdom, you can tell that they were really the agitator in the situation. They created a lot of the chaos. Let's say that they were 80% responsible. You notice I almost said to blame. But let's just say that, you know, in all logic, without a ton of judgment... They were 80% the cause of the problem, whatever the demise or the fraction was. Okay, you're probably wanting an apology from them. I get it. You might never get the apology. doesn't matter. When we move into the mode of self-reflection and responsibility and deep, deep self-acceptance, loving all of our rightness, and our righteousness, and our wrongness, we get into a place where we want to clean things up. Integrity, the definition of integrity, is wholeness. And to clean things up means we go get those scattered pieces of ourselves, the parts of ourselves that we feel ashamed of, the parts of ourselves, and this is my specialty, that we feel guilty for, and we bring them in. And part of bringing them in with compassion to be loved is also part of having the maturity to clean up the effect that our fragmentation had. So like all those little characters that we created that were snarky or blamey or shamey, those little characters that we made, they've done their work on ourselves. They have gnawed at our esteem and our consciousness and they've squelched our dreams and our ego has had a heyday with those things. But they've also wreaked their havoc in the world. Part of being whole is cleaning up our part of the havoc. Even if our part of the havoc was only 20%, of the 100% of the havoc of a relationship, a dynamic, a situation that went sideways. So what is it that you can take responsibility for? So let me tell you a story. 
someone done me wrong. I had done my forgiving work. Many meditations of ho-ono-pono-pono. I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you, I love you. Those were in the days where I used to offer that prayer to other people. Now my work is to offer that prayer to my inner child, my unconscious self. Because if I'm saying to my shadow nature, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Then I get the deepest, most profound healing. And I don't care so much if someone did me wrong. And I wreak less havoc in other people's lives with my own unhealedness. Back to my forgiving of the other person. I did the work. I did the praying. I did the cherishing. I called on their higher self. I did the therapy. I did, I did the tapping. I went to the workshop. And I, with every cell, all the trillions of cells I have in my body, I can tell you, I did a pretty great job of really releasing the burden and the grievance and all the story I had around this person haven't done me wrong. And I could still see that maybe they hadn't done their work. It wasn't about they hadn't done as much work as I had done. They hadn't read all the books and highlighted them. They hadn't sticky noted as many Buddhist scriptures as I had. It wasn't about quantity of work. It was about quality of work. Let me return to the sweetness of this story. I want to love as impeccably as possible. Or uh, Let me say that in a different way. I want to love as pervasively as possible. I want to put love wherever I can. It's not about being perfect at it. Uh, It's about being persistent with it. So we go back to this relationship. Really, they owed me an apology. (laughs) That's what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to think of this like really spiritual way to put it. (laughs) Let's just do this. They owed me an apology. (laughs) But because I want to be right within myself, because I want to be whole, I had really looked at my contribution to the chaos and the demise of the whole relationship. And there were there was a lot of things I could take responsibility for. Not as much as they could have taken responsibility for. But there was stuff I did. And I wanted to be right with that. So I asked them for tea. And I was in a good enough place, a peaceful place, a place of acceptance, really, where I really had no expectation for an apology from them. I just, it was, you know, I envisioned a couple scenarios. They might storm out of the room. They might laugh at me. They might think my apology was disingenuous. It it didn't matter. I just wanted to give them the love that we both deserved. Had them over for tea and said, I want to apologize for being such a bag in that situation. Of course, they were shocked because mostly they were used to being on the other side where I was just like, you got to get this right. And I know I was quite moved to like have this love moving through me. And I described 
my behavior that I thought was off and undeserving, and I wasn't proud of it. I described what I wish I would have done. I described how I wish I would have behaved. And I committed to behaving in that higher vibe way going forward. And I asked for their forgiveness. The response was beautiful. The response has nothing to do with how I held myself. The response I I give this person total credit for, for the work that they have done. Gracious, of course, you know, delighted, if not bowled over, (laughs) but um, touched and moved. And then in all sincerity and in that natural flow of connecting, they offered me an apology with great detail for their behavior that blew me away. I wasn't expecting it. I didn't need it. I was so touched by the depth of what they saw about how they described the impact of their behavior and how remorseful they were for it. And it was just a bonus. What I want to get to here is the euphoria that I experienced from asking this person for forgiveness and not necessarily needing it. I was willing to live with their bitterness if I had to. I wanted them to know that I loved them. My ego was still involved because I'm here in a human body. I have a mind. So my mind definitely wanted them to know, to be aware of, if not acknowledge that I had grown, that I had softened, become more gentle, that I had become a more loving person. I wanted that awareness from them. I would have loved that acknowledgement from them. But still, that was secondary for me. What I experienced was bliss. And it was the act of offering them this kind of Love without any bind around it. I want the best for you, so I'm here to tell you what I believe you deserved then, and I commit to giving you now. I think there's an important distinction when it comes to asking for forgiveness as opposed to simply saying you're sorry, as beautiful as sorry and apologies can be. For me, asking for forgiveness, actually verbalizing, I hope you will forgive me. I'm really intentional with that language. I hope you will forgive me. The will in that sentence is an indication that I believe, I know that they are capable of that kind of love. So I'm not saying, I hope you can forgive me. I know you can. I know your love deep in the cave of your heart. I know you're an awake person. I hope you will forgive me. I assume that you want it to be possible. So still it remains without expectation, but I'm making a declaration of my hopefulness and my faith in the possibility. You will forgive me. And what that request also does for me is it's an extra extension. So more than just saying, I'm sorry, I apologize, 
I'm making it known that I really want resolution. So it moves from a declaration to an extension, an embrace. And I also believe that just to speak the word forgive is to bring that energy into the space. We all know that words are vibrations. Sentences are vehicles of energy. And to voice the virtues, divine love, compassion, forgiving, wisdom, loving kindness, resilience, radiance. To speak those is to bless a situation. I also think there's beautiful humility in that offering. I hope you will forgive me. I hope you will forgive me. You might feel like you're on your knees when you say that to someone. You might feel like you're bowing to them. It might be your own form of namaste. The divine in me meets the divine in you. The root of the word humility is humus, which has everything to do with earth, with being grounded and connected. So I am aware that I am connected to something greater than this situation. And I'm aware that I'm connected to you, and that makes me humble. So you know what's coming. I got to go back to my original question. You have brought to mind someone that you have been in conflict with. There is a rub, there is a grievance, and they were the big bozo, and you were just like kind of a bozo. What can you ask for forgiveness for? What did you do to contribute to the chaos of the situation? It was small. It might seem pale in comparison to what they apparently did. How can you take full responsibility for your big, small, medium, large, micro part of whatever went down? Full responsibility for yourself. That's impeccable intention to love. And can you go ask for forgiveness for that? In humble awareness of your interconnectedness, with a lot of faith in their capacity to forgive, with their great ability to love, and because you're a great being and you can hold the duality of an intention without expectation, with all the love that you are, not wanting for any particular outcome, but hoping for the best, you are going to say, I hope you will forgive me. Thank you so much for listening, for feeling, for spreading the word with love.